On this episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show, I'm going to be talking about mindset. It is not something I typically talk about on this show, but do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kinney, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategy, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Hi, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. We don't necessarily cover enterprise and neither do we cover micro retailers. We're the fine middle. We're good to helping you online retailers, existing online retailers looking to scale by 2X, 3X, and even 10X um, by either solo shows such as this or bringing guests who are proven experts in, in what they do. If my guests can provide valuable information and insights to helping you, my listeners, grow rapid metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales, I have to try and get them on the show. Today's show is with me and today's show is actually different. Today's show is quite fundamental. Today's show is about psychology. Today's show is about you, my listeners. Today's show is more or less about everything on the background. A lot of things we don't talk about in this show that actually have probably the highest impact on everything you do. And what I want to talk about today is mindset absolutely mindset, your mindset. What is your mindset? Your mindset is going to determine, it's the number one determinant of your success going forward. Now, I'm not going to, this is not like a self-help thing. Um, This is more about a personal experience and how my mindset has evolved and changed. To actually start this podcast, my mindset had to change. 
sometimes when I wanted to give up this podcast, my mindset changed. I'm not saying I'm going to run this podcast forever, but everything I do, everything you do, your the way you view building your business, the way you view um, investing in your business, the way you view spending on Facebook or any other paid media paid media platform that's delivering results is de- is dependent on your mindset. I spoke to an individual um, yesterday, no, last week actually, because um, today's Tuesday, and I spoke to him and um, we're talking about like budgets and everything. And I said, look, dude, we're going to be like on 150 a day, right? $150 a day um, initially as a test on your advertising campaign. And um, it's going to cost you about 4,500. And once we see traction from our testing, we're going to be going like a thousand, a grand a day. And if you look at that, a grand a day is like $30,000, you know, a month. From 4,500 to 30,000 is massive, you know. And then he is like, no, Kunle, I don't think I'm ready. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready. Uh, I don't think, I don't think this is possible. I, it's, it's, you know, I don't think my business can support this. I said, dude, your campaign will be self-funding. Basically, there's no way we're going to take $30,000 from your business and you're not going to get at least fifty dollars or $60,000 back. It just doesn't work that way. It's advertising. By day seven, I'm going to cut, you know, cut, 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 cut things off. Or by day 10, we're going to cut our losses really quickly. It's down to mindset. Um, on, for one of my businesses, for the first time ever, we spent 80 grand right? 80 grand in one month, you know, on, on advertising, just, just one of our stores. And we were freaking scared, you know, because, but we're using automation to serve curl spend because we're telling Facebook, you know, that, okay, Hey, we're going to spend like 50 grand, um, five grand today, but obviously we'd taper things down. I mean, if you looked at the campaign budgets and the ad set budgets, we had like $300 campaigns, and we had, how many did we have? We had like 30. So 300 times 30. I should I should know this offhand. So we're telling Facebook, hey, we've got nine grand a day to spend. Well, obviously, based off on automated rules, um, we're calling our losses, you know, quite early. But if like we didn't go there, we wouldn't have scaled, you know, um, the way we did, you know, that for, for, for the month. So what I want to get back to are like, I want to share like seven tips on how to strengthen your mindset. We go to the gym to strengthen our muscles, to strengthen our cardio, our agility, you know, and um, how how often do we strengthen our mindsets? You know, how often do we strengthen our mindsets? Yes. How do you strengthen it? And And for me, this these seven tips, these seven rituals, more or less, have strengthened my mindset over time. I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, I'm far from perfect. I'm still work in progress, and I would always be work in progress till I die. But, you know, um, I would say I'm growing in areas of my life, you know, and um everything is dependent on mindset. So I'm gonna start out with the first tip or the first pillar, the first exercise you can employ to to strengthen your mindset. The first one is what you tell yourself every day, right? When you get up in the morning, what do you tell yourself? How do you feel? Okay. 
what do you tell yourself? At certain points in my life, life was hard. And I would tell myself, you know, life is hard. And guess what? Life became harder. And this is not any woohoo, you know, self-talk, you know, look in the mirror type thing where you're, you know, just trying to tell yourself lies. This is simply how you translate events around you. And I think like from my teens, when I faced, you know, major challenging times, you know, in my life, I would always say, Kune, imagine you're on a stage and you're telling your life story to, you know, um, a crowd. And this moment you're going through is going to be part of that story because you're going to come out much better and you're going to have a great story to tell. Okay. Just that changed, just would change, you know, the way I perceive going through quite a tough time, right? You look at concentration camps in World War II and you look at the survivors of concentration camps. There are obviously two kinds of survivors. Survivors who were luckily not handpicked to be killed and you had survivors who, amongst that subset of the survivors who were handpicked not to be killed, some still died. Some, and what kept a lot of the survivors, you know, together was what they kept on telling themselves, their, their mindset. They will go through this to tell this story, right? So you need to think way ahead in the future and ask your, your, your future self to tell your present self that it will be all right. No matter how shit hits the fan, it will be all right. It's going to be fine, Okay. It's, it's absolutely important to tell yourself every day, to, to tell, tell yourself positive things every day and also be honest, quite honest with yourself when, you know, things are really not going, going well. And, you know, see positivity in every situation and um, in situations where naturally your, your body, your, your mind is telling you, you know, um, this is not great, you know, uh, a fight or flight situation. You still need to get into environments that would nurture the the good, that would nurture the positivity. So you strike that balance. It's always a fine balance. You're aware that, you know, so, so imagine you're, you're walking on a tight rope, a tight rope, right? And, um, you're aware that, you know, if you fall, you know, um, you will die, but you still keep that balance, right? You have to keep that balance and focus and focus and focus. Um, telling yourself positive things every day is really important. And um, it seg seg segues to my second exercise I, um, I, 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 I have, and this is really important to me and for me. And sometimes I'll say it even blinds me, you know, and it blinds me in a positive manner. And, and this tip is how do I translate events, right? What learnings do I have from every event, good or bad? Um, try not to 
over-celebrate on your successes. At the same time, try not to over-ponder on your failures. How do I translate events? You know, um, how do I see, you know, um, the the learnings from events? There's always something to learn. You know, it's it's like very, very, very important. I've had failed businesses. What what have I learned from those events? Right, failed relationships. What have I learned from those events? You know, and how is that making me a better person? Okay, it's 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 hugely important to understand how you translate events and ask yourself, you know, what just happened? How did I translate? And you will make mistakes in terms of the translation of events. But it's it's important to to just keep it like a learning cycle. You know, um, always learn, 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 learn from events. You know, learn and then take the learnings to further improve yourself. So you build momentum. It's like a circular, you know, it's a circular momentum you're building that pushes you forward. Okay. But the key thing is taking the learnings of each event right and then applying it to to your next set of actions number 3 is really important and and it's 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 meditation um so meditation is another mindset you know strength and activity i employ and i try to meditate um almost every work day uh i I miss um i miss meditation on weekends not intentionally but i'll tell you meditation for for many years i've been trying to grapple myself around you know the art of meditation and someone just explained explained meditation to me really simply it's simply closing your eyes okay closing your eyes listening trying to clear your mind not listening clearing your mind by following your breath in and out now, some some of your some of your breath movements that you'd notice, right? So the only thing in meditation is just going through your breath, you know, just observing your breath. And sometimes you'd observe your breath at your nostrils. Other times you'd observe your, your breath really deeply into your lungs. You actually feel the air come in deep into your lungs and out you know, um, out of, out of your nostrils. Sometimes you'd, you'd feel the deep sensation. And the thing to understand about meditation is there are distractions. There would always be distractions, but what you want to do with your, in your meditative state while you're meditating is to understand that the distractions come and go. However, you still keep your eye on the ball. You keep on going through those movements, things would come, insights would come, you know, ideas would come, notes would come that would want you to get out of your meditative state to write notes and stuff. Stop. No, just focus on that breath movement in and out, in and out. And that's all you think about over that period. Try it for, I would suggest try it for seven minutes, 10 minutes. And then when you're really good at 10 minutes, try 12 minutes or 15 minutes and then the nice sweet spot's about 20 minutes of meditation i try to meditate before i start my work day it clears my head and it also gives me a reminder on focus meditation helps you with focus it it, it just helps me focus when i meditate i am more productive by 
by a hundred miles as compared to when I have meditated that day. And it's just simply observing your breath and understanding distractions come and then still observing your 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 your, your breath. It, it just teaches you how to focus. And focus is super important when it comes to productivity. Okay. I, I'm not a believer in multitasking. My fourth tip has got to do with routine. You need to build a routine that works really well for you and stick to that routine. Yes, it feels robotic. You're not a free spirit. You're trying to build something systemic anyway, if you're building a business. So why not, you know, build your routine also in you first, have a self-routine and then outside of your self-routine, you have a business routine, you have a process routine for all the physicality, you know, around you. So my, my present routine is I try to sleep by 10 a.m. in the evening, right? Sometimes 11. I get up by five in the morning. When I get up in the morning, um, I prepare myself in the morning, reflect, pray in the morning, and then by 6 a.m., 6 a.m., I'm at the gym. Between 6 and 7 at the gym, I'm working out for the day. Once I do my exercise, um, I get back home for about 7.30. And then with 7.30 to about 8 o'clock, I spend time with my family. If I don't drop my kids at school, if my wife drops my kids at school, because we often rotate, I meditate and then I start my day, okay? Sometimes between 8.30 and 9, I read a book, okay? But I must meditate between 8 and 9 before I start my day. That's my routine at the moment. It's structured, it's predictive. It's worked for me all through summer. It may have to change over winter, but that's my routine, Okay. And it's predictable and it's, it's enabled me actually take more control of my time and also my calendar. You need to have a routine that works for you. Okay. My fifth tip is visualization. Um, visualization is just looking at your future self. What is my future me? Right. How, and always just sticking to, to that, to that picture, just visualize. I, I visualize and visualization often comes to me in the morning, you know, um, a morning time. Um, I, I also take notes sometimes while I sleep. I, I put, it's not while I sleep, but I, I have a notepad, you know, while I'm sleeping and sometimes I can wake up and then just take, take notes, you know, um, but visualizing is very important. You need to have a picture of your future self. You know, you need to have a, a, a picture of your future company. You need to have a picture of your, your future, you know, your future sales, you need to have a, a, a future, you need to have a vision, you need to have a picture. And sometimes I visualize with my business partners, very, very, very important. We visualize and we strategize, or sometimes I visualize. And then after visualizing, I, I have a strategy session, you know, with, with, with my, with my business partner. Visualizing is super important. Number six is, you know, I'm, I'm learning to embrace pressure. And where, where I learned to, to embrace pressure, really, the first place I learned to embrace pressure is at the gym. I love resistance training. So, so weightlifting, 
you know, the pressure of a, you know, of a, of a bar and, you know, weights coming down your chest, you know, while you're doing a bench press, that is pressure. And then you're pushing it away from you. I'm learning to embrace pressure, but I have also learned to embrace pressure with, with people. It's, it's a, that, you know, when you go to the gym, you, you just see the amount of, so when you're working in, you know, in, in weightlifting, when, when you're doing, um, you know, um, resistance training, you get so much done with a partner, so much more done with a partner. You lift more, you do more reps, you get more motivation when you have a partner. And um, in the same vein, when when you, you, you're in a pressured environment, when when you're trying to embrace pressure, it, 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 it is so much easier. It's still hard when you have a partner with you to to go through that pressure with you it you know a partner is so important i can't emphasize you know i i feel less when i have you know um key stakeholders you know involved in in a project um because we strengthen each other you know and we we just help we help you know each other basically we we complement each other and then um number 7 um, the final thing is really a clean mind. I keep a clean mind and a clean body. I try and keep a clean mind and a clean body. What do I mean by that? A clean mind. I avoid soaking. I try and avoid, I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen. I, I avoid junk information in my mind. I want to keep my mind clean. Um, I want to avoid bad news. I want to avoid the the media as much as possible i still consume the media thanks to twitter you know and, and possibly facebook but i don't actively go and look for 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 bad news because news basically most of the time is bad news i don't always go and look for it it comes to me and then i make a decision and i'm like you know do i really need to you know, consume this, do I need this or not? So sometimes when I'm reading an article in a newspaper, do I need to finish the article? Sometimes you get the full gist in the first two paragraphs. So I, I tend to want to keep a clean mind and I try and distort, you know, just distort distractions. As in I try and take away distractions completely, you know, and just focus on on the most important things. And it's it's an exercise you build over time. I remember back in the days, there's this um, show, it's similar to what you have in America called, it's called, um, it's similar to NPR radio in, 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 in the States. It's called Radio 4. And I wake up in the morning, 6 a.m., I would listen to Radio 4. That would be like my background noise. And they're just giving me other people's problems, you know, politicians' problems, just issues upon issues. I'm not saying we di I didn't learn from it, but it just puts a lot of weight on my soul, on my mind at the start of the day. And you don't need that. You need a clean mind. And you also need a clean body, you know, um, taking processed foods is detrimental to you. It makes you worry. It, it puts you in a state of worry. You know, a lot of the time, too much sugar in your system, you know, puts you in a state of worry. The, believe you and me, what you put in your body also affects your mind. So I try and keep it clean. I like the ketogenic diet. I'm not a, a, a strict keto, you know, um, person, but I prefer to eat more fats than, um, than carbs. Um, I take veggies. I've never had a problem with veggies. I'm a sweet tooth, but um, I try and take things like strawberries, you know, blackberries, 
Um, and then I take for my ice cream, I take like low fats, no, not low fats, low, um, low calorie, you know, ice creams or high protein, uh, you know, ice creams. And that makes a lot of, makes a difference. I, I, I drink, I still drink, but I don't over, I, I don't make it a ritual. And that's it really. Um, it's, it's, it's just down to mental stress, understanding that the, the mind is expandable. The mind is the base of it all. The mind is what is, you know, the mind is what makes, you know, uh, 10 million plus or a hundred million plus, you know, business different from, you know, um, you know, businesses struggling to do a million, you know, in, in revenue. The mind is, is what separates, you know, a happy family from a, from an, an unhappy one. So, so it's really, really fundamental to, to, to everything, everything, you know, in this show and beyond. So I hope you found this episode useful. If you did, you know, um, leave us a review, you know, on, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. My handle is Kunle Campbell. And remember every, you know, every new episode or new episodes of 2XT Commerce podcast show comes out every Wednesday. And if you haven't already, you know, um, just share, share this podcast with your friends, you know, um, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and, you know, I'm asking you again to, to leave us a review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, this show is produced by me, Kone Campbell, with the help of Boban Markech. Thank you all for listening and I will catch you on the next show. Cheers. Bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.